After two great seasons, what do we expect from Kirill Kaprizov in year three? We take a look at the stat projections, expectations, and storylines for Kirill heading into the season today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we start our season expectation series, talking Kirill Kaprizov today. What can we expect from Kirill in year three? We'll look at his stat projections for this year, and we'll talk about some storylines to watch for Kirill as the season goes as well. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and guiding you through the offseason here on Lockdown Wild. What do we expect in 2022-2023? That is the question we are going to answer today, and uh, we'll start things off with the guy that runs pretty much everything offensively for the Minnesota Wild, that of course is Kirill Kaprizov. Two years in for Kaprizov, and he has done nothing but take it to the next level in his first two years in the league. Won the Calder Trophy with 51 points in his first season in the league, and then this past year shattered Every record that had previously stood for the Minnesota Wild franchise. 47 goals, 61 assists, 108 points, was a plus 27 on the season. Also had 31 points on the power play. Uh, First Wild player ever to have 100 points in a season. Broke the all-time goals record by Marion Gabrick. Broke the assists record. Every record that uh, this team previously had which I think underscores how rare it is to have that type of talent come through. And especially in the case of the Minnesota Wild, he is arguably the best, most gifted scorer that this franchise has had. Uh, The only player that even really comes close is Marion Gabrick. And so what we're seeing from Kaprizov is the workings of a superstar in the NHL, And I I think, and we'll get to this in storylines to finish off the show today, every time it feels like we have seen the entirety of the Kirill Kaprizov experience, he finds a way to up it uh, somewhat and uh, just continues to push the envelope for things that are possible for an NHL player. We saw all these great things in the regular season, And then we saw a player in the postseason really try to take over and put the team on his back uh, to uh, try to will them to a series win against the St. Louis Blues. Uh, Kirill had the seven goals in the the postseason against St. Louis and had uh, the couple of games in which he just absolutely put it to another level. 
to try to do what he could to get this team uh, to advance in the postseason. Obviously, didn't end up working out, but that'll be another storyline that we discuss is you know the carryover factor from there. But getting back to kind of the overall arcing theory with Kirill is that he is the he is the straw that stirs the drink for the Minnesota Wild. He's the drink. He's the straw. He's the glass. He's the ice. He is the focal point of this team. And it is no coincidence that with him really putting it together and being somebody that makes his teammates better out on the ice, that all these different players had career-high seasons playing around him. Look at his two line mates. Matt Zuccarello had a career season uh, and nearly broke the Wilds' points in a single-season mark himself. Ryan Hartman had just an explosion of goals uh, and uh, ended up chipping in 65 points himself. So those two guys getting a chance to play next to Kirill, career-high seasons for both of them. He's somebody that makes players on the ice better when he when he is playing with them. It just has the otherworldly vision out on the ice to set up teammates for shots that it it's hard to even comprehend being available. Uh, and crazy shot angles had the uh, the goal against Ville Husso in the playoffs against the Blues where he skated past the net reclaimed the puck behind the puck and was able to tap the uh, tap the goal in off of the back of Huso's skate. Just the, this otherworldly vision. He just has the, the tremendous speed, the puck handling, the just everything you could possibly want for a player. And so, you know, right off the bat with, uh, with what we expect for Kirill is just to continue to further it and to try to up the ante somewhat here uh, in 2022-2023. Bill Guerin mentioned that um, in discussions that he's had with Kirill, they want him to do more. They want him to shoot more because you don't want there to be a situation where you feel like you come up on the losing end in a game and you look back and you say, boy, didn't feel like Kirill really shot the puck that much. Like He is the one above all else on this team that you want taking that final shot. You want taking that shootout shot where you need somebody to score to keep the game going or win you the game. He's the one that should be checked in every single one of those boxes. And so going to have no shortage of opportunities to... Um, try to further what has been an outstanding start to his career. Now, with some of the things that have happened for the Minnesota Wild in the offseason, is there a chance that the numbers don't quite hit the level that Kaprizov has set for himself? We'll take a look at uh, a couple of stat projections for Kaprizov and whether we think he can hit them, exceed them, or fall short of them as we continue to discuss season expectations for Kirill Kaprizov on today's episode of Locked on Wild. Our next partner is a product I use every single day. I started taking AG1 because it was just too difficult in the morning to take the time 
to grab all the multivitamins and supplements that you want to take to get your day started off right. You got to put a, a one of each into you know a container so that you can just get that fix of your multivitamins. You don't have to do any of that with AG1. It's one scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. The energy, This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Everything you could possibly want. Plus, Athletic Greens is lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it is everything you could possibly want. AG1 is a small micro-habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And with over 7,000 five-star reviews, Athletic Greens is proven it works. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen today, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on all things going on in the NHL. As we get closer to the start of the season, Lockdown NHL is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, stat projections. Let's take a look at what national outlets are projecting for Carroll's stats and see if we think he can achieve those marks. Too high, too low. Uh, We'll discuss that uh, all as well. So we'll start with the SPN. Projecting Carroll for 114 points in 2022-2023. 50 goals, 64 assists. Also uh, expecting him to stay with a similar level in terms of power play points with 34. Uh, let's look at what the breakdown says. As good as Kaprizov was in his Calder Trophy winning 2020-2021 campaign, 27 goals, 51 points in 55 games, few could have seen him taking as big of a step forward as we saw him take a year ago. He finished fourth in the NHL in scoring with 108 points, 47 goals in 81 games, The driving force behind Kaprizov's increased numbers was the rise in his total shots from 157 to 289 and power play production from 13 points all the way up to 31. The most amazing thing is that the fact that we saw from Kaprizov in his breakout season, everything we saw from Kaprizov in his breakout season, none of it feels like a fluke. Kaprizov will play nearly the entire upcoming 2022-2023 season, at age 25, and projects as one of the league's elite offensive players for many years to come. So 114 points is the projection for ESPN. So anticipating that Kirill can not only keep at his current level, but can find a way to exceed it. And um, 
I I tend to agree here. Now, NHL.com with a little lower projection, they have Kaprizov projected for 98 points. Here's what they have to say. The forward had the most points, 108 in Minnesota Wild history last season and finished fifth in the NHL in points, tied for fifth in goals with 47, tied for third in even strength points at 77, and ninth in shots on goal at 289. This season, Kaprizov could have fewer power play points than last season, 31, tied for 13th, after the Wild traded valuable forward Kevin Fiala to the Los Angeles Kings, but he will remain with linemates Ryan Hartman and Matt Zuccarello, making Kirill Kaprizov a top-10 overall player and second in NHL.com's left-wing rankings behind Leon Dreisaitl of the Edmonton Oilers. So an interesting note there. And again, pegging Kaprizov for under 100 points, at 98. Interesting note there, um, in discussing the lesser production with Kevin Fiala no longer being on the team, on the power play, wouldn't the assumption be that with the Fiala opportunities on the power play, with those being gone, wouldn't the assumption be that those points and those opportunities would go to Kaprizov. So, yes, it's possible that teams just try to key in more on Kirill, which limits his opportunities and uh, and leads to him having lesser points on the power play. But at the end of the day, I feel like he has an opportunity to at least hit that same level and potentially exceed it because he's going to be the guy on the power play that the Wilds go to and try to get you know, as many looks as they possibly can. This is going to be the thing for this team, and it will just continue as we saw over the last couple of years. Kaprizov's going to be the one that gets a majority of the opportunities when it matters the most, because... With him being the best player on this roster, that's just how it should work. And so I, I think his point total will look similar, if not identical, to what it was this past season because there's going to be a slight uptick in opportunities. And as we said, he just continues to find ways to beat teams and to up the ante for what he is capable of um, at the NHL level. So we saw him win the Calder his first year, 51 points in 55 games. The next step for him after that was to get to 30, 40 goals, get to 100 points, and he did that. So what's next on the on the uh, the ladder for Kaprizov? He had 47 goals. So the only place that you can really go beyond that is 50. 50 goals in a season is the next logical box for Kaprizov to check. And 108 points on the season, anywhere from 110 to 120 is certainly not out of the realm of possibility. And so you could have 
the most successful season in Wild franchise history, and we could see those records not even stand for a year. That's just that's just the Kaprizov method of madness that has worked and will continue to work for him at the NHL level. So can he replicate that level of production? Absolutely. Do I expect that he will exceed it? I It would not shock me in the slightest. And so if you want my official opinion on it, put me down for the over. If we set the over-under at 100 points for Kirill Kaprizov this season, I'm hammering the over because he just he's going to be the one that gets the opportunities. And to this point, he has really capitalized on a lot of the opportunities that he's had. A little bit of a slow start in the goals department this past season. If that doesn't happen, if he starts off firing and, and is scoring a bunch of goals right off the get-go, he could even push to a little bit further than uh, 50 goals. But it's it's certainly attainable, and I'm not going to be shocked in the slightest if uh, he does end up um, exceeding that, exceeding those marks, hitting that 50-goal plateau, and uh, just continuing to up the ante uh, as a member of this wild franchise. So points production is going to be similar, if not a little better. But what are the big storylines to follow for Kaprizov during the season? We will discuss those to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Uh, for your second listen, make sure to check out the Locked on NHL podcast. to get the full loadout on all things NHL, free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So we touched a little bit on one of the big storylines for Kaprizov heading into this season to monitor as the season unfolds. And it's simply what can he possibly do for an encore after winning the Calder, after becoming a top 10 player and scoring in the NHL, what can he possibly do to up the ante there? And I think it's just, as we discussed, some of those numerical milestones. The 50-goal plateau one, I think, is a big one. But the national media now, he's got the attention of a lot of the, uh, the national outlets that cover the NHL. And so there's going to be a lot more attention on this team to try to see what Kaprizov can potentially do next. No coincidence that the Wild have the most nationally televised games in the NHL for this season with 15. People now, after hearing about Kaprizov, seeing him take the NHL by storm in his Calder Trophy winning first year in the league, people want to see him on the national stage to see how he does and how he continues to do. So that, I think, is another storyline that, uh, that kind of coincides with how can he possibly up the ante for a third season is what sort of show is he going to put on on the national stage? Uh, we saw some of that in the playoffs with the, uh, the seven-goal performance uh, in the, uh, the playoffs against the Blues 
where he had a hat trick and he had uh, another game in which he had two goals single-handedly trying to will the Wild to wins. So what is Kaprizov going to do on the national stage when the spotlight is brightest? How is he going to, you know, how is he going to wow a national audience? Well, he'll, he'll certainly find a way. The other big one, I think, is just the growth and maturity of Kaprizov. And this was also discussed in the comments uh, made by Bill Guerin uh, out at the State Fair that really what they're looking for from Kirill at this point in his career is just more. They That, that I think, is one of the single areas in which you can look at Kirill Kaprizov's game and sometimes he does tend to you know, be a little too generous to his teammates with passing the puck to set up players for, uh, for potential game-winning shots or, or goals in general. And so I think Bill Guerin is trying to change that mentality to like, look, it's great that you have really a solid grasp of the team first mentality, but you're good enough. If you have a clear lane and a clear cut opportunity to score, just take it. Nobody is ever going to fault Kirill Kaprizov for electing to keep a puck and shoot it himself. He is one of the upper echelon players in the NHL and if he thinks he has an opportunity to score a puck, he probably does. So if he ends up taking more shots and passing less to his opponents, fine by me because the skill is the skill is otherworldly and some of the shots that he has has used to score goals for this team defy logic. So Bill Guerin is saying, look, we just want you to make sure that, you know, we just want you to take some of those opportunities that are passed up and try to convert those into goals. So if Kaprizov can do some of that as well, then he is going to exceed what is expected of him um, and is going to somehow find a way to be better than he was this season. The Wilds have lost a 30-goal scorer in Kevin Fiala, so that production is going to have to come from somewhere. We hope that a lot of it will come from a full season of Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi's rookie season. But Kirill is certainly capable of scoring some of those goals himself and I think it's all just set up for a monster third year in the league for Kirill Kaprizov and for him to, as he has done previously, have some moments where we just truly can't believe what we're seeing and he just makes it look easy. So this is just an extension of what he did this past season, just somehow trying to top it, but the sky is the limit for what Kirill Kaprizov can handle in the NHL. 
And there truly is really nothing that he can't do already uh, just two years into the league. So sky-high expectations, but I have no doubt that he will be able to, uh, to meet and exceed them here this season. So that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, we'll do player expectations for everybody on the roster here over the, uh, the next couple of weeks. We also will be starting to do some divisional opponent deep dives as we uh, gear up for the season. It'll be a little different than the Sizing Up the Central series. Uh, we'll actually be talking with the hosts of the other Locked On Central Division shows. So stay tuned for those as well as we continue to keep you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild leading up to yet another eventful season. Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So make sure that you subscribe on YouTube and follow us everywhere so you don't miss out on any great Minnesota Wild content as the offseason rolls along. Lockdown Wild is keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.